Saturday. On these airwaves, my name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOF. Hey, come on. Schumer said. Winton. Legrand. And all of the little communities out there in the Central Valley. In the county of Merced, the county of Mercy. You and me. Hey, here we are, Saturday. What is today? April April 15th. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, let me uh let me get this into the next. Get the bumper music for the outro here. You know, Dave Luna, as you know, has a staff, quite a quite a hefty staff here. Oh Lord. Oh, to get it ready for the weekend there. And uh get it ready for. The big kahuna, Dave Lunar, later in the day, coming in at, uh, what does he come in, 5 o'clock? Does an hour, cruising with the big kahuna. If you can afford the fuel, you can have Dave ride with you. Uh, limited staff on Saturday for Dave. He only has about four or five people. During the week, it's quite the uh, quite the operation for the big kahuna. Dave Luna. So again, uh, KYOS, he's uh, graced us on our station. He has his own station. He has his own KBX, you know, the big, everybody at work during the day, passing the day, listening to all of the different uh, personalities, Dave being the morning, the anchor, as he is here at the station. And speaking of anchors, you know, there's a lot of people behind the scenes here at the station. Uh, A lot of people know the people, but uh, if you don't, there's one uh, very, very special person in traffic. Her name is Rebecca, and Rebecca is just... I, I just can't tell you how much she does around here. Keeps the place going. A lot of pressure uh, in her job traffic. I really, I still don't understand everything. It's getting everything on the air. and uh, you got to sign all these, uh, you know, reports and things like that. And her father, who was very well known in the community, Marvin Hanneman, uh, passed away earlier this week. And we're very, very sad about that. Marvin uh, had a organization i believe was called my merced he would go out to different events take pictures report on things had a great online presence was a really pioneer in the internet field uh, getting you online producing web pages that sort of thing public relations just a and just as such a kind kind individual every year he used to uh, for years he had a display in his front room, his living room, his dining room. It took up two rooms. Uh, He had to go in through the side because it it blocked the front door when he had it up. It was all of these little, you know, the Christmas villages with the lights and the the scenes of of winter and and the holiday, Christmas. And it was just a wonderful time and people would come over and uh, have hot chocolate and, uh, you know, a light snack uh, just to to be around other people. The fellowship, uh, really, really nice. Such a humble and giving man, and uh, never, never uh, a crossword. Just, just a wonderful, wonderful human being. And I, I really uh, feel for, for the Hanneman family. Uh, Rebecca, uh, who, like I say, works here. Her family, her daughters, everybody, the grandchildren. Uh, you know, very, very, very tough loss. And 
our thoughts go out this uh, this morning and and uh, our, our condolences to the family. So, again, our radio family, we're not immune from the things that happen in the community. And uh, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. So that was on my mind. I wanted to let people know. Of course, we just got off of Easter, a time of renewal last weekend. A wonderful, wonderful time I had out in the country, a guest of a of a of, of a very a very nice individual and she invited me out and it was a pastoral setting in the foothills uh, right outside the county of merced and just a wonderful wonderful time along a little creek that had have a little dam at one end so it kind of creates a little deeper uh, part of the creek and they have these paddle boats and the kids were out there and the guy came out dressed as a rabbit and they had the easter egg hunt in the verdant green fields, the rolling hills that we see uh, around our valley that surround us as we get up into the higher elevations, those, uh, those rolling green hills that you see in so many ads of California and depictions of California, the gold, the curvaceous hills of California. And so it was just a beautiful time of year, this time of year. It's a, it's a real estate moment, let me tell you. When you want to sell the land out there, nice and green, uh, the grass, uh, the water is running in the uh, the creeks, the seasonal creeks, and uh, the kids were just really enjoying themselves. The food was incredible. The company was was wonderful. The fellowship, and again, everybody getting together at a special time of year, uh, time of renewal, time of spring, and seeing folks uh, again and again and again. It's just really makes our community uh, what it is. And so uh, the losses, the, the, uh, the getting together, all of that is, is part of it. And it was really nice to be a part of that last weekend. And I can't thank, uh, thank the host enough for that. Uh, let's see, what else is happening? A lot going on. Did I tell you it's April 15th? That's tax day usually here in sunny California. But uh, because of the uh, the weather, um, it uh, has been extended in certain uh, counties uh, because of the flooding. When you're declared a, a disaster area, um, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of cool. And so the IRS and the California Franchise Tax Board both, not only federal but also state. So don't worry about, oh, my, I still got to do the state today. No, no, no. Uh, the tax deadline is now October 16th, 2023. Uh, this means residents have about six more months. And I'll tell you, it's really interesting. I was watching some of the tax guys. I wonder why it's October 16th. What do you bet the 15th is a Saturday? Let me go to my handy-dandy MID calendar that I absolutely love. They have a picture on that calendar of a guy. I think it's in the morning. Opening the gauge, changing the water. Yep, the 16th is a Monday because the 15th is a Sunday. So you get an extra day even. Isn't that wonderful? So they've extended it. Now really, let's do some math. April to October. Let's it. May, June, July. It's up to July. August, September, October. Six months. You got a six-month extension. Oh, it just says right here, six more months. So uh, really, you know, so you can save up. You know, when they talk about Tax Freedom Day, I don't think it's April 15th. I think it's Tax Freedom Day. It uh, goes past April. That's when you have to work that many months to pay your burden. 
uh, to society, which I, I know you, you're all doing. So normally you would have to, uh, you would have to pay your taxes today, April 15th, but uh, you know, the government has a heart. Well, well, some, some parts of government, doesn't. Karen Adams, <laughs> you better have made that payment to Karen Adams already. Let me tell you, because they're, uh, they're, they're not, uh, they're not giving you any, uh, any extension. Even though your your property may be under, uh, you know, may have washed away, <laughs> at least the top foot of it. No, and I'm teasing. Uh, you know, they need their money too. The county needs their money. So uh, tax day, if you forgot, the last uh, payment, the second payment, the second installment uh, was delinquent April 10th. They want it sometime in February, but it's delinquent April 10th. My mom always had a say. She said, "Son, there's two poor payers. One that pays too early." And one that pays too late. So you pay on time. I don't know. If it's due the 10th, it's due the 10th. So we try to uh, comply. But boy, if you don't, I forget. It's, uh, gee, what did Karen? She had a nasty gram in there. I wanted to remind everybody. But if you, fra- if you fail uh, to get the check in there, uh, post-dated by April 10th, it's a $50 fine fee. I don't know. Something like that. You know, processing fee. Because, I don't know. Just another one of these fees. But, you know, I tried to uh, play it cool. I, I went to the post office, put it in the, you know, the mail, thinking, hey, it'll take a couple of... Man, the next day they had that check cash. What's going on over there? You know, the mail, suddenly they delivered the mail quickly. They must have a deal. Hey, if you see something that comes in for us, just slip it under the door. But uh, property taxes were due, the second payment. You don't want to be delinquent in that because, let me tell you what, you think you own your own property after five years of not paying your property. Isn't it five years now? You'll see who owns your property. Some, uh, some nice investor, <laughs> probably from the Bay Area, comes in. Hey, uh, move out. We're gonna uh, we're gonna renovate a lot of things. Speaking of property, some uh, interesting issues on the city council agenda Monday night. When I say the city council, city of Merced, uh, it's gonna have a meeting April seventeenth, Monday night over there at uh, City Hall, the big city hall. And they are going to talk about uh, the second reading of the urgency ordinance uh, for rental relief. Actually, going to try to codify that in the city, in the city code. Which I, you know, I don't know. Do we need to go that far? For I still haven't heard the number of homes that have been affected, but uh, you know, our apartments uh, by the flooding again, another flooding-related uh, issue. So a lot of help out there for a lot of people. Affected by this recent flooding, they finally started cleaning Bear Creek. I don't know if you noticed uh, some notices from the city about closing off different parts of Bear Creek between, you know, this road and that road. Uh, Getting now, getting busy, uh, getting some of the tents out of the trees, the mattresses, the, uh, I don't know, whatever else is up there in those trees. And the trees themselves, because we finally got the permit, as uh, you know, Darren McDaniel. Dayron, only one R. Darren McDaniel uh, spilled the beans about, hey, we got the permit from the Corps of Engineers, also the Fish and Wildlife, whoever it was they uh, that had been delayed for over five years, they finally got that. So you'll be seeing some cleaning going on at a creek near you. If Now, when they're going to repair the drain line there at uh, Oleander, that will be an amazing to me that's been broken now what about four years we've been talking about that that was a really about the only uh real hiccup there i mean there was some you know root issues and the bike path could always use a little love of course now it now it needs a lot of love makes that drain line at oleander look a little 
little insignificant, but uh, still needs to be replaced, replaced as far as I know. Maybe they can get it done now under this emergency ordinance. I know they were doing the sequel and all of this other fun stuff. Uh, another fun, interesting thing. I just had to make mention of it. Here in the Merced County Times, our favorite newspaper, the April 13th edition, Thursday, comes out on a Thursday. And if you're looking for that, uh, early Thursday morning, almost like a Wednesday at midnight type of thing. Or would that be Thursday at midnight? I always get confused about that. Let's just say Wednesday night at 1130. You roll by the Bell Station and you'll find there's a box out front, Merced County Times. They have some uh, copies there and also their headquarters over there on, uh, what's it, K Street, I believe. 2221 K Street. Also, I believe in Atwater. Just kind of depends if the guy's up and Makes it all the way out, out, all the way out there, and if they, uh, you know, if they don't run out of ink or something, I'm telling you, it's just amazing that this, you know, I'm holding this in my hand. This is quite the uh, the beefy uh, publication, and when you think about uh, the uh, first issue or the first section having uh, what a what's this a section? Did they go A and B? How does John do this? Twelve pages in the first section, and at least as many. Uh, in the second section, yeah, 12 pages. That's, let's see, 12 and 12. That's almost 25 pages by my MCOE math. And then, you you know, each side, right? Oh, no, that is each side. Anyway, that's a lot of pages compared to what you get in the, uh, well, the, the the other paper that used to be a paper, uh, the daily, as we used to call it, the daily uh, paper. But uh, you don't see much in that now. I think you maybe get 12 pages a week if you're lucky. You know, we're out of time. Can you believe it? I'll have to get back into this. What I find interesting in the Merced County Times, that's what we're talking about on the front page. But we'll be back because, well, we're out of time for this segment. Goes quick, doesn't it? My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's news talk station. 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. We'll be right back. Stick with us. It's like I'm back in school and I'm in the last class And I'm passing time until the bell rang Having visions of summertime But wait a minute now It's just later tonight Ten legs and tailgates all up in the moonlight And by the way, let's pay that Put it up for the weekend kids doing again no it's the weekend you know how they are here we are saturday morning uh, second segment april 15th what normally would be tax day people be uh, at the post office there at uh, 505 trying to get that postmark don't worry you have another uh, six months and a day and a day let me get this pause so many things to do i have to do everything myself which is amazing. Anyway, uh, that anything gets done. It's amazing that you're hearing anything right now, but we're so happy you are. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. It's uh, Saturday, April 15th, 2023. That's right. Original content for those of you that have been craving original content. I don't know. How many listeners do I have? 13, I think was the latest poll. No, hopefully it's a little more than that. Appreciate all of you out in the community that gives me the thumbs up, that acknowledge me, uh, 
uh, when nobody's looking. Because I understand. You know, I can be uh, divisive sometimes. I try not to be. We try to uh, bring it all. Try to bring everybody together. But uh, again, could not do it without my listeners. Uh, we've been doing this many, many years. I, I often wonder how uh, you know how much uh, how much horsepower, how much gas. You know, before they they get tired, you got to put the team away. You know, it's like uh, the Clydesdales. I don't know. It's one of those deals. Uh, you wonder how long this can go, and I, I don't know. I really don't. I honestly don't. I'm not getting tired. I'm not uh, not doing anything weird. But it's just uh, you know, it takes a lot. Come in here. Week after week after week. And then the news. Let me start it on that. Anyway, uh, had some problems Friday. I don't know what happened. The computer. Garbage in, garbage out. You know what they say about that. But here we are. Here we are. I was uh, alluding to something that I found kind of humorous. On the front of the uh, Merced County Times, the April 13th edition. What a wonderful paper. Absolutely wonderful paper. The power of positive press, it uh, says here. Serving the Central Valley since 1964. And uh, that's a long time. That's a long time. That used to not be a year that seemed that long ago, but now it seems seems like so long ago. Anyway, uh, on the front page, above the fold, as we like to say, this, this is where you want to be. This is where you want to be uh, above the fold. Hundreds of local children, a picture. There's a picture of hundreds of local children run across a court in Applegate Park during the kitty land Easter egg hunt. And as we reported uh, last show, the, the big Easter egg hunt was going on April 8th over there at kitty land. Now, I didn't know where it was going to be. You know, they got the lawn out there. They've got the Creek. They've got the homeless camps. You could really <laughs> look, I found a syringe. No, uh, no, no. Looking for eggs, kids. Oh, I thought anyway, uh, there's lots of uh, hiding places, I guess, uh, over there in Applegate park. Uh, people hide, <laughs> Down in the bushes, down there. Anyway, the uh, Easter egg hunt. Big, big Easter egg. So hundreds of kids show up. So this picture, I'm looking at it, and it's like, where are they? Where I know this, I know this place. And it's this uh, turquoise. I call it turquoise. I guess the correct name is teal. The teal top. Now, teal is a word. You know, it's like when you go to get paint. I want some white paint. Oh, no, no, no. You want, uh, uh, you know, you want... Uh, <laughs> Navajo white. What's Navajo white? I don't know. They painted every house in San Diego Navajo white back in the 80s. But the point being is the teal top, the teal color caught my eye. And I'm like, whoa, I, I, know, I know what this is. I know where this is. This isn't kitty land. This is, this is over a little bit. You know, it's on the train ride, you know, around the bend, the teal top. This was the the uh, roller hockey court. Remember that? The San Jose Sharks. And now bringing your San Jose Sharks. You know, I went to the San Jose Shark Arena. Uh, not that, well, I guess it was last year. It was during the COVID. They were letting people uh, come in. You know, they, they did a uh, full, uh, <laughs> well, let's just say they took your temperature. Anyway, you went in and uh, beautiful area, San Jose Sharks Arena. And it was the uh, pageant on ice, the uh, talent on ice. You know, it was all the Olympic uh, people. Uh, the, you know, that won medals that uh, didn't fall down. They were there and uh, doing a performance. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Wonderful stadium. You know, the food. I don't know. It was a $15 for a hot dog. Anyway, it was just uh, just a wonderful experience. And that's my uh, only experience with the San Jose Sharks is going to their stadium to watch uh, basically uh, some skaters, which absolutely phenomenal skaters. I was right on the eye. It was unbelievable. So I remember the city of Merced. When I see in this teal top, I'm like, well, I remember this. It's all coming back. The city of Merced made this sweetheart deal 
with the uh, San Jose Sharks, and I think it was in conjunction with uh, the Tioga, the El Cap, uh, the Manger. They're all kind of the same owner. Anyway, uh, what, 100000 I forget how many. It was, it was uh, you know, it was a lot of money that went to the San Jose Sharks so that we could get our name up on the board uh, during a couple of half times, you know, during a couple of intermissions when everybody, you know, goes out to get that uh, twenty-five dollar beer. They they they, uh, they were gonna you know put up City or something, and then we got this teal top. Now this thing has never really taken off. That uh, is my understanding. It's never really taken off because the uh, well, I guess they well first of all it was controversial when they converted an existing basketball court. Uh, to this, or was it a tennis court? I forget. Anyway, I think it was a basketball court. And they converted it to this teal top, this roller hockey uh, deal where, you know, they, they they got the equipment locked up somewhere. I don't know. You have to check in with, you know, with with Frank Quintero. I don't know. somebody Whoever's running Parks and Rec over there, maybe Scott McBride. Somebody's got a key. Ken Owen. I don't know. Somebody's got a key. And then you go over there and you roll around. And the, the, the problem is you got to sweep it off because there's a tree over there, a couple of trees. That surround this thing, then they drop those uh, those balls, you know, those hairy hair. What? Well, no, 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 what I meant to say, you know, they got spines on them, little little, uh, you know, little little, uh, you know, I don't know. They look like uh, they look like a confection. It looks like something you could eat, but they're not. Anyway, they're they're and hard is uh, just like big marbles, and so they have to sweep all those off before you can, uh, you know, roller skate around and hit this hockey puck, which I guess is, uh, you know, this disc, this this. Uh, well, whatever a hockey puck's made out of. And so they had to put up a fence between the existing basketball court so they didn't, uh, you know, accidentally, uh, you know, give somebody over there a concussion or some sort of head injury. And I don't think it ever really took off. So they've uh, used it recently for pickleball. Now, pickleball, if you don't know, is very, very popular. And uh, evidently the, the pickleball folks are like, hey, why don't we, uh, you know, let's let's make this into a pickleball court because they can take two uh, evidently tennis court sized areas and make uh or take one p- uh, tennis court size area and make two pickleball courts and i guess a lot of people that have tennis courts are actually doing this at their house uh, or if they have you know private uh, private tennis court i don't have one but uh, those that do are, are converting them to pickleball which as you get older i guess is a little uh, you know less strain a little less farther to run or whatever you Whatever you do when you do pickleball. But the, the thing is, is uh, the teal top, the uh, San Jose Sharks, uh, which uh, now I know why they're called. <laughs> they were sharks. They got, what, $100,000 from the city of Merced to name this thing. And now uh, we have kids picking up Easter eggs. And I have to say, the teal color really gives you a good definition of where those Easter eggs are. You can't miss those, let me tell you. It's like picking up all those uh, things that fall from the leaves or fall, fall from the trees when you're trying to play has anybody ever played roller hockey over there? That's my question. I remember they had the big uh, opening. That was one of Mayor Serrato's deals. That's when they put all the new, uh, all the new money in over there at uh, Applegate Park. Remember the new playground structure, uh, all of that ADA accessible, really nice. Now they're doing Laura's Fountain. Uh, it looks as if that's almost done. I don't know. Those guys are really, really quick. Of course, they uh, really, really boogered up the sidewalk there where they ran all their equipment over it there on M Street. We were walking to the courthouse park the other day, and it's like, man, could you run the equipment? Maybe, maybe I don't know, put some plates down, something like that. They've replaced a couple of panels, but, you know, things like that happen. Hey, you know, when you 
when you make an omelet, you break a few eggs, right? So at least we're getting the fountain replaced where they can turn that back on. And the rose garden looks beautiful. And the gazebo, we don't have that fenced off that we did for years. I remember the former city manager did that to try to keep the homeless out. We had to fence out, fence the scout hut. We had to fence the uh, big flag over there by the creek. It's amazing. We just haven't fenced in the whole park, but... I don't know, maybe that's coming. So the teal top, it was good to see here in the Merced County Times that hundreds of local children run across a court. They don't even they don't even tell you what it is anymore, but uh, it is nice to see. And then, of course, they had a, uh, the Kittyland Express, another picture. This is below the fold. Makes its way out of the park for the first time on Saturday following the Easter egg hunt. And uh, again, Kittyland is open. If you haven't taken your kids there, if you're new to Merced, even if you're older, even if you're uh, long in the tooth, you, you need to go out there. The, the rides, I think as long as you can squeeze into them, you can ride it. I know that's true for the train. It almost looks, <laughs> almost looks like cattle going to the slaughterhouse, some of those cars. But it, uh, it gets a little, you know, it's, it's, people could you know, maybe in shape. This thing stop it in shape. But the kitty land is, is just a jewel, as is the zoo. Uh, that we have, and I'll tell you, there's not a lot of support on this city council for the zoo. Every time it comes up, they're uh, trying to think of ways to get rid of it. It's pretty much privately funded now. Uh, a lot of volunteers, and Kitty Land is the same way. And if you've never ridden on the Kitty Land Railroad, well, as I tell you, I know the county has its own railroad out there at Castle Commerce Center, and I know they haul a lot of freight. I think they have uh, about 7,000 feet of track, but I really think the Kitty Land Railroad makes more revenue. Than the uh, than the county railroad, I could be wrong. I know it's making more railroad uh, more revenue than high speed rail, and it's our version of high speed rail here at Applegate Park. So again, it's summer when you when you hear the train, when you hear the horn, uh, running around Kitty Land, and so the teal top. If you want to play roller hockey, I'd say hurry up because I think the pickleball folks are coming. I think the uh, the blue hairs are coming. Maybe they're going to paint it blue. What color is a pickleball court? I don't know. I know a tennis court is that green, that beautiful uh, kind of a forest green with the white lines. But uh, that teal top, man, teal, hmm. just never took off. What's going on? Kickoff of Measure C. Oh, we talked a little bit. Uh, well, we're going to talk later. Actually, I've already recorded it. We took a moment between segments and was uh, we were able to talk to uh, the mayor. No, no, not that mayor. No, the former mayor. Mike Murphy, that's right, former Mayor Murphy. He'll be uh, coming up in the next segment. Have about eight or nine minutes with him. He was on his way to a very, very important meeting. You know, he's busier now uh, after he's retired, uh, taking care of his family and the kids and his lovely wife, the First Lady, former First Lady, uh, doing all of these wonderful things as a family man. And uh, he took just a little moment but he uh, to talk to us about a, an issue that's still very important to him because he's still very involved Still cares about this community, loves this community. Is uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to put words into his mouth, but I think he's a little disappointed in some of the direction that the council has gone after he's left, especially uh, not letting the voters decide because it's really about the people. You got to put these issues above yourself. Kevin Blake said it so eloquently on his way out the door as a councilman, talking about how you need to separate your own beliefs and ideologies and agenda. Uh, from the bigger issue when you sit up there on the council. And the previous council didn't do that. There's still holdovers in the current council. And the folks, the citizens of this community, the good people of this community, 
the business people of this community, the people that really put the food on your plate. I'm so tired of hearing uh, about one sector uh, given credit for that. The farmers, uh, the the nut growers, the uh, farmers, the families that have been here since the 1800s. Uh, I was uh, privileged to be a part of that last weekend, seeing that firsthand, the, the things that they've contributed to this community. They've put the food on your plate. They've given you a plate. They've given you a place to put it. And I'm just so tired of hearing about uh, the Johnny-come-latelys are the only ones that we need to uh, thank for that. And that is so untrue. And the good citizens of this community realize that if government isn't going to do it, they're going to do it. And so Measure C has been put forth. This is an extension. It won't be called Measure C on the ballot, but it's basically the public safety tax. And uh, former Mayor Murphy, Mayor Mike Murphy, uh, had a uh, have so, has some comments about that. And we'll talk to him after the break. I can't believe how quick... These segments go. I just rattle on and on and on. And I don't know if anybody's listening, but if you are, we appreciate it. I couldn't do it without you. I love each and every one of you. We'll be right back after these brief commercial messages. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Stick with us. Somebody says something about church on Sunday. Amen. Somebody says something about work on Monday. Don't say it again. <laughs> Live it up for the weekend. Pull it up at the time we align. Take a shot for the regals. Double up and it's about to get more wild. Yes, I can. Yeah, a little margarita. A little Grand Monnier making a Cadillac. Yeah. Hey, here we are Saturday morning. Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station 107.3 FM. 1480 AM. Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can fix the third and final segment here of Citizen Watch on Saturday, April 15th. Hey, you got six more months. File your taxes. Don't forget those property taxes, though, Karen. Karen Adams has no sense of humor, baby. She puts you on a list. They'll publish it. It's horrible. But, uh, you know, just give her her money. Give her the vig. Give her the money. They're going to do good things with it, they promise. Uh, we were talking before the break. What were we talking? Oh, Measure C. Well, we were talking about the teal top. How the sharks came in. Boy, we... Even at Christmas. I don't know. Maybe we got those mentions. Do we still have a couple of mentions on the scoreboard out there? Yeah, okay. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, the signature effort uh, to renew funding for public safety. Measure C. Big, uh, big dog and pony show over there on the... Steps. No, not of the courthouse. City Hall. Actually, it was on the, uh, what do you call that? The patio, the promenade. The little area out front there. They uh, uh, Beautiful area. Mayor Murphy. Former Mayor Mike Murphy uh, heading up a committee, a safer Merced. And they put the C in Merced kind of big because Measure C is what it all revolves around. People are familiar with Measure C. This is the public 
safety tax that we enacted uh, several years ago that's now getting ready to sunset. That means it's ending. And they want to go back with, well, basically the same thing, which I think, I don't know, as the mayor will tell you, excuse me, former mayor, the former mayor will tell you, uh, you know, it could be extended in 20 years if we're doing good. And, you know, hey, I get it. I, you know, really, I get it. I, I just think that we're going to need it in 20 years is the, is the problem. I, I don't see the cost of government going down, especially when we look at pension costs, those type of things, what it costs to employ people, especially in the public safety sector. Uh, it's not getting any cheaper. You know, you look at the, uh, the the man or the woman in the uniform and then the uniform itself, all the equipment, uh, the training to know how to use that equipment, the ongoing training, uh, the new things, all the things they have in the trunk, the stuff that uh, <laughs> the stuff you don't know about. I mean, they know how to do it. And uh, when it, it gets dicier and dicier every year out there on the mean streets of Merced. So public safety is a huge issue. So the city council uh, unable to uh, a simple act of letting the voters decide if they wanted to renew Measure C last year, uh, really uh, awakened a sleeping giant in the community, which I'm glad to see these folks have coalesced, have put their money where their mouths uh, are. It didn't work last time in the election, but this time they're taking matters into their own hands where they need to get 4,000 valid signatures from Merced-registered voters. And this is city of Merced. A lot of pockets out there in the county, that sort of thing. That's not you. No, this is the city of Merced. There may be mutual aid. A, you know, city cop may show up at your door uh, if you live in one of these county pockets. But the bottom line is that uh, you need to be a city resident, a registered voter. There's only 40,000 of you. They need 10% of you. And this is the public petition process. This is a, uh, you know, this this is government in action. This is democracy in action. This is your representative form of government, 10% of you represent the voters uh, on a petition. This issue goes before the other uh, the other 90%. And we get a chance to vote on our fate as it relates to public safety here in the city of Merced. It's a very, very important issue. No matter how you feel about it, there's already been some, uh, you know, some rocks on the social media as there will be from, uh, well, sitting council people saying, well, I could organize a better effort. Uh, knowing that the citizens have taken this into their own hand, they're frustrated that they can't control the narrative on where they wanted to take this issue of public safety into realms that are anything but public safety, areas of affordable housing, areas of youth investment, all under the guise of public safety. And we're talking about frontline public safety, boots on the ground, officers in cars, on the street, on bikes, walking patrols, our DART team, all of these things that are so important. Uh, would we love to have these other programs if there were unlimited funds? Sure. Would we try it? Sure. But we don't. And so we have to go with the old tried and true. You have people that don't want to do that. All of the uh, efforts to this date is nothing more, nothing more than an effort to defund public safety, defund police, and dare I say fire. You know, you guys think you're immune to this. You're not need to wake up you know <laughs> anyway it's it's all of public safety they're trying to go after they're trying to redefine uh, where this money goes and now they're upset that the people have taken matters into their own hands uh, there are already comments uh, on social media that this is I, I couldn't believe that there would be any uh, organized uh, uh, organized opposition to this obst uh, trying to obstruct this but I think there will be things behind the scenes 
Uh, there will be the rocks that are thrown. Again, comments. People can take that. But I can't believe somebody would be opposed to a public safety tax, especially in the current form that it's going to be in. But again, some of the detractors have said, well, it should be 1%. We can give more to the police. Don't buy it. It's, uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a red herring. The, the onus of these people is to defund public safety at whatever cost, by whatever means, even if that means hiding their true intent. I was able to talk to former Mayor Murphy. We only have a few minutes left in this segment. Let's go right now to that call. With us, I have, you'll never guess who called in this early in the morning. That's right. It's the former mayor. Is he the current? No, the former mayor, Mike Murphy, here to tell us about, well, again, Measure C, a big deal. And there's a, there was a kickoff event this week, and Mayor Murphy headed it up. The last time he did one of these, there were taco trucks. This time I didn't see any. Mike, welcome uh, to Citizen Watch on a Saturday morning. Tell us a little bit about what happened Thursday and what's going on. Well, good morning, Casey. It's great to be with you this morning with your listeners. On Thursday, we kicked off our effort to put Measure C back on the ballot. And as your listeners may know, this is an effort where citizens are signing petitions to get this measure on the ballot so voters can then decide on it. And so over the next 180 days, we're going to be collecting thousands of signatures in order to do this. We need 4,000 ballot signatures, and we'll be collecting more than that to ensure that we have enough. And so uh, Thursday kicked that off. We had uh, a good turnout, good support, strong start, and um, we're, looking, we're looking to work hard over the next uh, 180 days and, and beyond. It was like the who's who of Merced uh, was there, a business community, the public safety community. Uh, there were some city council members there that have been friendly uh, to this idea. The ones that uh, have not been friendly were not there. Uh, there's already been some rocks on social media about, uh, oh, I could get more people. We could organize a better situation. And again, I'm, I'm sorry to see that. I would like to think that there's really no opposition to this. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, I would say the the overwhelming majority of residents in Merced support public safety and support Measure C. We know that because the city uh, conducted a, a poll, a survey last year, which showed that. So, um, you know, we're not going to be detracted or, or de- you know deterred by uh, a few voices here and there, and we're ready for opposition. And I think we've got um, we've got the high ground here, and we've got um, you know a good a good story to tell as to why uh, public safety is important in Merced and why funding for public safety uh, that's reliable and predictable uh, is also good for Merced. Well, when you say you have the high ground, you're protecting the ground that we fought so hard for. I know police uh, increasing the number of officers was huge on your priority list every year. Unfortunately, that has dropped off of the current council's priority radar completely. Our police department is in disarray. And I think some people are confused by this. I saw a couple of comments early on saying, well, I'm not going to pay a new tax. You know, what? Use the money they have now. Well, this is the money they have now. Just continuing that, and I think that uh, really you've been very, very conservative in some of the parameters of this measure. Can you just go over those really quickly? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, to be clear, um, this is a continuation of uh, current tax measure that's in effect has been since 2006. Uh, not an increase. It's uh, maintaining it. Um, it also has a 20-year sunset. This is not a forever tax, just like the prior uh, uh, Measure C had a 20-year lifespan. This will have a 20-year lifespan, and voters can then decide in 20 years uh, whether to re-up. Uh, I think they will, um, assuming the city is good stewards with the money, which I think they will be. The, the one difference, and it's an important difference uh, this time around, is this money is legally dedicated only to public safety and some road maintenance. So 
Uh, it can't be used for anything else, um, you know, despite what elected officials in far-off places or even here, even here locally, if they would want to do something different in the future, um, by law, they would, they would not be able to. So um, we're energized. We're optimistic. We've got a good group together, and we look forward to being in touch with you and your listeners uh, over these coming days. And if um, folks want to get involved, uh, there's a number of ways to do it. At this point, signatures are the most important. So if you live within the city limits and you're a registered voter, uh, please sign the petition. Um, and if, if you're 18 years or older, you can circulate the petition as well to your friends and neighbors. So you can email info at safermerced.com, and um, you'll get a response there uh, to coordinate the time for getting a petition or signing a petition. Uh, you can also go to safermerced.com, our website. Also, the, the various social media um, platforms are uh, safermerced.com, uh, or safermerced, excuse me, on, on social media. So anyway, that's, that's a way uh, listeners can get involved at this point, and we, we really, really, really uh, appreciate uh, the help. Now, let me clarify that. Safe for Merced, not a safer for Merced. It's safer, S-A-F-E-R, Merced.com. Safermerced.com. I get it. And I like how you've kind of emphasized the C in Merced. And we don't know what the measure is going to be on the November or uh, on the June ballot next year, do we? That's right. Um, You know, at some point we'll we'll get the the letter designation from the county registrar. uh, But the shorthand right now is, uh, you know, to renew measure C. Right, because that's what we're doing now, and it's so important. And again, I'm sure it's very frustrating for you being a a former mayor, being up there on the council for so many years and seeing this indecisiveness and to have to, you know, really take matters uh, into your own hands and with these other individuals, I think, speaks volumes of how it's changed in just the few short uh, years you've been gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, things have changed, and we're looking to to do a, a course correction here, and I think that we'll be successful in doing that. So, well, one thing, Casey, I, yeah, I, I appreciate the time this morning. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're pressed for time. I'm seeing how many minutes I can get out before you just have to go. <laughs> but uh, you know, one of the things the city can't do, they can uh, educate, but they can't advocate. But I think your group can advocate as well as educate. And so uh, these are ways of, again, you know, whenever you want to come on. And I know that people right now are saying, well, I want to sign the petition. How do I sign the petition? So if they go out to Raley's, are you going to have folks that are, you know, basically, uh, you know, they may not be, uh, are they going to be petition, you know, gatherers? Are you going to have grassroots? Like you say, uh, people can uh, send you an email and and get a petition and have their neighbors fill it out. Are you going to go to the service clubs and, you know, while they're eating lunch and pass it under their nose? All of the above, right? Um, We've uh, we'll, we'll be at uh, at grocery stores and soccer games and knocking on doors and you know uh, reaching out to to friends and neighbors and as I mentioned it's not just about your friends and neighbors but it's about uh, <laughs> their friends and their neighbors as well uh, because you know, we're going to need a lot of signatures here and um, you know definitely we are a group that can advocate we are advocating uh, we're we're not part of the, the city structure or government organization uh, we're just uh, a group of uh, <laughs> folks that, that live uh, here and, and want to have a safe community. and So we're just uh, trying to do our part here. Well, I'm going to let you go because I know you've got uh, commitments and it was nice of you to even take this amount of time. We've had with us former Mayor Mike Murphy going uh, going all in with a safer Merced. And if you want to participate, email them at info at safermerced.com. Is that correct? That's right. Casey, really appreciate the time and the opportunity. Um, Look forward to the the work ahead in these coming months. All right.
as do we. And, hey, we're out of time for this segment. We'll have to take it to the bonus half hour for more conversation about what's going on in our community. Cover the Outwater City Council meeting. There's a Merced City Council meeting Monday, April 17th. Anyway, Measure C will bring more information where the petition can be found. Of course, you can always go to safermerced.com. Send them an email, info at safermerced.com. If you want to sign up, circulate those petitions, we'll bring you more information as we can. But we got to go now. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. We'll see you next week. I don't know what's going on with you, but if you got some cheap whiskey and some Mountain Dew, Malibu, Clairvo, Coke in a cup, Brother, I can hook you up. I can fix a drink, pour it on ice, mix it on.